This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. So we're, we're back again, another round of the... Uh, I want to uh, talk about the first thunder again that we're under in 2018, uh, order. It's a year of divine order. You know, first things first, and, uh, and first, there's grace. The first thing that God, that we encounter where God is concerned, experience God, is, is His grace. Amen. The Bible says that it is uh, by grace that we are saved. Amen. Grace is afforded the saint and the sinner. Praise God. Amen. Before anybody was a saint, everybody was a sinner. All right? So don't get all bent out of shape where, you know, oh, you know. See, you know, the only reason you get, we get offended with sin is if we're hiding it and trying to be pretending that we don't have any and all that kind of stuff. Amen. Uh, are you listening? Uh, it's very, very easy, uh, you know, to to quit it once you can admit it. Moving right along, order is is simply this: it's a systematic arrangement and design of things. It's an existing structure or method of organization. You know, God's kingdom is a kingdom of order. There's divine design. There is divine organization. There's a harmony and a balance in the whole of the thing with, throughout all of the parts. Uh, in the verses, the Satan's kingdom and the world's kingdom and the world's order, the kingdoms of this world, that order is actually disorder. It's people, you know, dog eat dog, folks against folks. I mean, you know, in God's kingdom, two people that are married will love each other till death do they part. In uh, the world, in the world system, you know, not so much, not so much. All right, uh, the world's uh, system is characterized by there's just disorder, and and it's chaotic and it creates confusion. That's the atmosphere of it. All right, where God's kingdom out of order, there's there's wonderful peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing out of order. All right. Uh, we need some understanding of God's order. So I'm going to um, uh, I'm going to share something. I'm going to write some things down up there just to give us a, a visual and a picture of things. Uh, the 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 God's there God's system. There's there is a process in life. Life is a process. Some people call it a journey, but life is it's a, it's a process. And we are to progress in that process. We are to learn in life. And in kingdom, we have to learn kingdom life. We have to learn God. The Bible says if we're weary and, and tired, even in well-doing, we need to come back to Jesus. We need to come to Him. We need to learn Him, uh, His way of doing things, uh, right kingdom order. Something's out of order. It's a disharmony. All right, learn in life we are to succeed in serving God and others. We are to prosper in the priorities of His purpose and His plans as individuals, absolutely. 
This is for each one of us personally, you as an individual, me as an individual, but also as an individual, we are part. Divine order is that we are part of a greater organization of all of the parts in this great big whole of God's purpose and plan, which is simply a family, the family of God. We're not just called to believe, but also to belong in the corporate family of God. All right? Uh, so I want to outline, uh, I want to give you an outline and structure the, the, uh, the process, all right? Some understanding that hopefully will be helpful and eliminate some confusion uh, in, uh, in life. Because uh, not only is <coughs> circumstances and situations and all of that, can, y'all can't see that from here, can you? Guys, can we move it back just a little bit further? There we go. I don't know if it will hold together while you do that, but we'll pray that it will. Amen. Yeah, can you all see it yet now? Can you see it? All right. Here's, here's life for us, all right? The first thing that we encounter in life, yeah, pull it back just a This one. The other one. That one, there's three of them. Adjust, adjust that leg, there's three. He got it. Ron knows how to translate Kelly. That's good. All right. Listen. This is, here's the, here's the process, okay? Process. Just the structure of the thing, all right? The first thing life hands everybody is Problems. All right? That's the, first, that's the first order in this life, problems. Now, this is common to everybody. You know, there is no such thing as a life without problems. Okay? So the first thing the devil will lie to you is say, well, you're the only one with a problem here. No, I'm going to tell you what now. You know, uh, we all have problems. All right? Everybody. There's no such thing, even within the kingdom of God, uh, of a life without problems. That is a religious fantasy that somehow you're going to, God is just going to, quote, get good enough, big enough, and you're going to be good enough to qualify for this life, a problem-free life. Actually, quite the contrary. You know, the devil hasn't done anything but pervert, you know, a system that everything that was put in place by God, you were created to be the solution to a problem. Serving God is full of problems. Serving people is full of problems. People are the problem. Everybody say, people are the problem. You can't have people for your life and not have problems because they are the problem. Look at your name and say, I, I'm tell, I knew it. No. Now, that, now listen, if you look at it as a negative, if problems are totally negative, then, you know, what's the use? You know, let's, and if we're trying to live a life without problems, watch this now, you know, uh, and if you believe that lie, eventually the devil would have to weed out every person from your life and separate you and get you li living all alone. You know what happens when you're all alone? You're lonely. It's not good for man to be alone. Not good for anybody to be alone. A dog don't do good with it by itself. Get it another dog. All right. We're purposed by God to solve problems, to be the solution, His solution, 
to the problems that life presents. And if you're dealing with life, you're going to be dealing with problems. No such thing as a trouble-free existence, all right? Jesus said this, in this world there's trouble, you're going to have trouble, all right? And he was talking to believers, okay? You know, the difference between the believer and the person uh, that has not believed yet is that, uh, is that with, uh, with God, uh, we overcome those problems. Without God, the problems overcome us. The trouble overcomes us. Are you listening? All right. So there's trouble in this world for the saint and the sinner. There's trouble in this world for the saved and the unsaved. There's trouble in this world for the believer and the unbeliever. It's common to all. Now, the good news is this. There is grace for all. All right? First things first. There is grace. The first encounter with God is to realize that there's grace. Good news about nobody deserves grace. It's free because it cannot be paid for except by God himself. It is totally free. And it, listen, and it makes the second thing for... It, here's the first thing we encounter. But when we go to God, listen. Now, it, whether we go to God or we don't go to God, all right, as a, you know, uh, there's still this wonderful grace that has paid for promises. All right? Now, these are not empty things. All right? And this is the flow of things. You got a problem... There's a promise for it. Amen. And it's full of God's grace. It's full of His power that He just... He says, listen, uh, I'm offering you my help. All right? I, I've given you grace. I don't care what the problem is. There's grace for that. There's a promise that's full of my power for that. You don't have to deal with that by yourself. Are you... Too many times we're trying to, we're trying to qualify... We're, you, we all qualify for grace. Because before you were thought of, He thought of you, and He paid for everything that you would ever need. It was paid for by the blood of Jesus. He's the guarantee of that. He is the ultimate promise of all the rest of the promises. They're all yes and amen in Him. Anybody can go and get the promises for whatever problem. The biggest problem is that we're separ born separated from God. The greatest promise is, is that Jesus laid down his life on that old rugged cross and we no longer have to be separated from God. He is the way to God, to be reconciled to God, to come back to God. He is the way to stay with God all the way through. He is able to keep that which you have entrusted to him. Amen. All right. He who began a good work in you will follow through. He will be faithful to complete that work until the end. Is it over yet? Not until you're victorious. Not until you're living in the victory that Jesus won. He said, in the world you're going to have trouble, but I want you to hear the good news, and I want you to be glad and take courage and be of good cheer. I have overcome this world. And because I overcame it, you can overcome it. I didn't overcome it as the Son of God. I overcame it as a man of God filled with the Spirit of God. Just like I promise you, I will be your God. I'll come and live in you. I'll give you a new heart, a new life, a new start, a new everything. <coughs> Amen. Alright. There's grace for all. And these grace, grace gave us promises. 
And those promises are completely paid for. They're free. Freely given and to be freely received. Well, I don't know if God will help me. Listen, it's free. Take the help. Freely given grace to all that are troubled and for all of the troubles in life. We have paid for promises. There's no charge. It's paid in full by Jesus. It's available to all. It's to anyone at any time for anything. Any problem, any trouble, anyone, the promises are true for all. Everybody. Amen. All right. So saving grace is the order of the day. Now listen, when problems present themselves, when troubles come, get the grace that's freely given. Go to God. Grace that gives the promises. Hebrews 4 and 15 and 16. I'm going to read that in just a second. But the promises, and I'm going to tell you what now. Listen, you know, funnel this down to, we're going to come to the place of prayer. All right? Are you listening? Prayer does what? It makes power that's in the promise available. All right? Prayer. That's how you tap the power. That's how you get, that's how the, 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 the uh, promise, the power that's in the promise is released is in prayer. And you know what the, what the best uh, prayer uh, that you'll ever pray? God help me. You don't need to get. If that's heartfelt, are you listening? There's no other agenda. We're totally over there on God. We have no plan B. We don't, we've used up all our plans. Now we're turning to God and say, God, I know you got a promise. That promise, con- it, 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 it contains a plan. All right? Whatever you tell me, that's what I'm going to do. What do we do? Well, we talk to God. You get grace by, let me uh, read this uh, scripture. I'm going to have to go back and forth here. It's all right. Y'all just... Just sit there and enjoy. I'll do my exercise in front of you. It's all right. It's okay. I don't mind. Amen. It's a work day for me. How about you? Not so much. Amen. All right. That's good. Uh, Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Wonderful verses of Scripture here. It says, uh, we, verse 15, 415, for we do not have a high priest talking about Jesus, who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation, but one who has been tempted in every respect just as we are yet without sinning as a human being. The believable part of Jesus is that he was a human being. Amen. Just like us. Amen. Now, it says, so, verse 16, let us then, then it it ties this statement together, because we have Jesus. Because he's the captain of our salvation. Because this is how he is. He understands the problems in this life. He also understands the process of life. All right? Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly drawn near to the throne of grace, the throne... Did you hear that? God's throne is a throne of grace. 
I mean, when you go to God, you're going to, you know, he is, he is enthroned in grace. You cannot encounter God without encountering the grace that he presides over. The throne of grace. Amen. Are you listening? Which what, what has given you and I everything. And that's why we can be fearless and confident when we come to Him because we're coming, the throne of grace, you know, dealt with from the, out of the mercy of God. The mercy gave us the grace. The mercy is the wonderful expression of His love. I know you've been bad. I still love you. I know you don't deserve it, but I still love you. I want to. Whether you want me or not, I want you. Whether you think, whatever you think about me, here's what I think about you. You are so loved that you can do no wrong. Nothing is too good for you. I gave you the best I had and with him everything else. So there's nothing too great or too small for me, but there's also nothing too good for you. Come get it. Grace gave it. It's free. Stop trying to be good enough. He made you good enough. It is His rightness with God that paid for our rightness with God. Are you listening? It's all on Jesus' account. You have the greatest expense account in the world. All you have to do is say, in the name of Jesus. How are you going to pay for that, the devil says. I'm not. I'm just going to bleed for it. It's already been paid for. Who did that? Jesus. How did that happen? By grace. And I'm saved in that grace, but I got, listen, but through faith, I tap into it. And I believe it and receive it for myself. Amen? Hallelujah. So it don't matter if your wife keeps trying to change you. Glory be to God. Amen? You have grace to be changed. Listen to her. I had to apologize to Sandy. Uh, this, and she asked me to rewind, you know, to hit the track over and over again. You know, she goes, say that again, that you were wrong. I said, I was. You were right. Thank God for it. I didn't like to hear it, but you were right. Amen. All right. That we may, res- listen, let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace. The throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners. That we now look if the great apostle Paul can just say to us sinners, don't get all worked up about it. Amen. Are you listening? That we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well timed help coming just when we need it. Amen. Let me read it to you the message Bible. And then we'll finish up with one more uh, portion of Scripture, the Passion uh, Translation. <clears throat> it says this, uh, Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. Amen. All by grace. Wonderful grace of God. Amen. Now, I'm going to read you out of the Passion, then we're going to uh, we'll, we'll finish this thing. And that right early. All right. Miracles still happen. 
Pastor Sandy's not a big believer in that kind of a miracle. She has a lot of circumstantial, situational evidences to the contrary. <clears throat> but I'm believing God. Amen. Hebrews 4 chapter, out of the, this is a passion translation. I, I just want you to listen to this. It's a wonderful way of saying it. So then we must cling in faith to all we know to be true. For we have a magnificent king priest, Jesus Christ, the son of God, who rose into the heavenly realm for us and now sympathizes with us in our frailty. He understands humanity, for as a man, our magnificent king priest was tempted in every way, just as we are, and conquered sin. So now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned, to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. Amen. Now let me give you the, the process, all right? One, we'll finish up with this. The first thing's gonna, that's going to uh, happen, and remember, we're just called to make progress in the process, all right? Sometimes that progress is little by little, step by step, day by day. That's how we live life, little by little, step by step, day by day. No big bangs here. I mean, honestly, a whole lot of ordinary uh, in life, if you think every day that you're going to be in the, uh, in the winter circle, it's a long racetrack sometimes. It's a long running the race before, we're, before we get the victor's crown in some things. All right? Everybody's saying some things. See, the bigger the problem, the greater the process. There's some things can't be fixed in a day. Moving right along. We'll talk about that next service. Problems come, all right? We go get the promises that grace has given. You have free access. That book is, is it's God himself. What he, what he has spoken, he will speak again out of. He'll do it again. Amen? Amen? That word will not fail. Amen. Everything else, he said, everything else will, will pass away. And when the dust is settled, are you listening? The word will still be there. And if you're on top of that word, when the dust is settled, you and the word will be there. Amen? The promise will prove true. All right? So prayer is how we release the, uh, is how God releases his power. Prayer is what? It's conversational with God. It's also something, it's beyond what we can speak sometimes. It's just these yearnings and desires and, and I want to believe. How many of you ever been in a situation where, you know, it looked anything but believable, but you wanted to believe? Amen. I want to believe that you're true God. Amen? Are you listening? And I'm going to tell you, you've got to stay in this place. Of, the prayer is a place of development. See, the promise is a seed that, that is buried in good soil of our heart. In, in sometimes the harshest of conditions. Are you hearing? The most difficult of conditions. But given time, you know, put prayer on it. Prayer waters is, is what it is. It's the development phase, all right? 
where life springs out of that and then that thing begins to grow up and it grows up and produces. Are you listening? It will produce in our life. And the last, uh, these are just four markers uh, for us in the promise that when your problem comes, we go get the promises, we stay at it with prayer, and there will come the time when the promise inside of you is bigger than the problem outside pressing on you. And there will come a time when you have more to praise about than you have to pray about. Not because uh, sometimes of anything you see on the outside, but I'll tell you what now, the markers will begin to move. You will walk with God and eventually, I'm going to tell you what now, if life has knocked you down, God, grace will get you up. And sometimes you can't see it from down there, but you keep walking with God. Little by little, step by step. It's an uphill slug. It's an uphill climb. But after a while, you get high enough where you see it like He sees it. Where you're seated. You're not knocked down on the ground and under it, but you're seated in the heavenly places with the one who promised. Because we've gone to the throne of grace. We've got the grace and the help that He gives us. And He helps us, first of all, to see it like He sees it. He goes, ah, I got that all taken care of. Let me tell you something. Sit right here while I make your enemy means your footstool. I'm going to put this underneath your feet. It might be on top of you right now, little seed, but you stay with it because I'm going to grow you up. You are going to grow and you are going to prosper and you are going to be stronger than it before it's all said and done. You're going to come into the place of praise and here's the thing. There is no access for the devil when you go start praising God. I mean, he can't get to the throne. He can't live in the presence of God. God comes and sits down on top of your life and starts setting things in order as they should be. Amen. By grace are you saved and that through faith. By faith. Amen. Did you get anything out of this? Alright, so you can locate yourself. You might just be here. Listen, these things come sometimes one right after the other. But that's when you've got to get one right after the other. You've got to get more of this on top of this. For every problem, there's 7,000 promises. One problem, two problems, three problems. Start loading up. Amen? And put some prayer on it. And you'll see God put power on it when you put prayer on it. And now what's the best prayer? Come boldly to the throne of grace, fearlessly throne of grace, and say what? Help! I need grace! I thank you for mercy. And mercy said it would help, so help! Help God! Help me, God! Help them, God! Amen. All right. You need to come back next uh, next service because we're going to talk about, Pastor, there's a problem in the process. I'm not making any progress. Glory to God. How about right now, Pastor Ronald, come real quick and we'll just, we'll just have a little celebration here. Uh, you know, uh, turn to your neighbor and say, it ain't so bad. I know it seems bad. It feels bad. It looks bad. I know there's a problem. But there are promises. 
they're our promises. Amen. That's why it's good to come to church. When you come to church, it shouldn't just talk about problems, but it should be talking about the promises of God. You know, for there could be a million excuses. One good reason can eliminate all the excuses. The devil will always say, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And there's, only, there's one but that will kick butt all the way down the road. Amen. But God. I know all that, but God. But God hasn't done with all this yet because the Bible says this. Amen. And I'm going to ask you to by faith to embrace this. All right. I mean, sometimes there's a lot of stuff that we just take by faith. You know, uh, we have to believe that God's yes is yes. Add our amen to it. I promise you, out of that word that has promised you, there is grace. There's grace for the place that you're in right now. Whatever part of the process that you're in, I'm going to tell you what, you can, you can purposefully bring a sacrifice of praise. What is a sacrifice? I just, I, just, I just up the ante. I gather all of my stuff. The problem, the promises, all of it, ever what my viewpoint of it is, I get it all, I gather it all up and I bring it to, back to that throne of grace and I say, listen, you know, uh, I need some help with this and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it by faith and I'm just going to start praising you that you're, going, you're working on this. You got it. It's with you now. Amen. My part is to praise you for it. And when, I, and, what, and when we praise, when we start praising God, I'm going to tell you what, God works best. More than prayer. There's a higher realm than prayer. Praise is the, is the top of the mountain. Praise is at the top of, of the hill. Amen. And when we begin to praise Him, see, not only do, do, does He sit down on, and inhabit our praises, but we sit down with Him. And I'll tell you, things that happen when we're praising God, you know, uh, that, we be, that, he'll, that revelation will come. Revelation brings transformation, doesn't it? Sometimes all we need is a little glimpse of the glory, the way that God sees it, the end from the being, because He promised that it ain't over till it's over. It is nothing can separate me from His love, but here's the thing, it said, God who always causes me to triumph in Christ are you triumphant yet I'll tell you praise is the trumpet of triumph praise is the trumpet of triumph praise is the trumpet it's the sound of triumph amen praise be unto God who always causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus and who always leads me into victory gives me the victory. Now listen, not listen, the victory that Jesus won for us by grace all those years ago. Amen. The promise still stands. So, I want you to stand up if you got a problem, if you got a promise, if you've been praying and praying and praying. Let's just all move into praise right now. 
because a live dog is better than a dead lion. I woke up today to problems, Pastor. That's all right. You're alive. You're alive. There are folks that would trade places with you in a heartbeat. They have loss in their life. Somebody's close to them dying. They feel like they're dying, but we're alive. We're still breathing. So there's still hope. God's still on His throne. That book is still available. Church is still here. I can still run to the altar. I can still give God a praise. Amen. While there's breath in my body, I can still pray to Him. But I'm going to move it. I'm going to up the ante. Bet big on God. I'm going to move into praise. And here's the thing. Sometimes we just need to be, start thanking Him where we are. What we have. What we do know. Amen. And the rest we'll take by faith. He does know and He does understand. Amen. God, I don't know how, but that's your business. You're my how. You're the, you're the how of my life. You, all I know is that you're going to take care of all that. You're all going to take care of me. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, it just, it just turns the tables when you start thanking God for the problem the devil created. Because the devil, the devil doesn't plan on you turning towards God and getting grace. He wants to overwhelm you with it. He wants you to talk about the problem. And talk about it and talk about it and look at it and feel it and play with it. Pet it, call it George. Go to bed at night with it. Wake up in the middle of the night nightmaring over it. Wake up in the morning dealing with it, dealing with it, dealing with it. The problem, the problem, the problem. Oh, put away the silly putty of the problem. Amen. Let's run to the promise. There's grace today. Let's tap some grace today. Amen. Lord, I thank you there's grace for every person in this house. There's grace for the place that they're at in the process. And I declare progress for them. I thank you, Lord, that you've moved the marker a little further down the road. You've upped their knowledge. You've upped their understanding. I thank you that this teaching in their life is going to be profitable. I thank you as they exercise it, Lord, that no longer will chaos and confusion that the problem brings rule and reign in their life. But I, did, I declare they know the mile markers now. They know which way to head. Lord, when the problems arrive, they run to the promise. They run to the throne of grace. And Lord, I thank you that we keep on staying there in front of you till we get to the place of praise. I give you glory. I give you honor for it. Lord, healing, healing in bodies today. Healing in bodies today. Healing in relationships today. A wholeness, a putting back together. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I declare deliverance from destruction. I declare a turning in the name of Jesus. I thank you as we turn towards you that your face smiles on us and we live in the light of your countenance. I thank you, Father, we got more to praise you about than we have even to pray about. In Jesus' name. Lord, I give you praise today. You know, listen, sometimes I was doing something uh, yesterday, the other day. And uh, let me tell you, have you ever had to back up in life? You ever been stuck in the mud? But if you could wiggle just a little. Just rock that. Get that car rocking. Just, just if you can get it rocking. Amen. You know, listen, sometimes a setback when you know how to rock, roll with it, 
is, is, your, is, is, is a setup. Say, my setback is a setup. God set me up. God's setting up the devil. Get him out once and for all. And I ain't never going to fall for that again. I ain't never going to get stuck like that again. Uh, amen. I'm going to tell you what, now just that one thing was worth coming for because some of you got stuck in the setback. Amen. The devil's emphasizing the setback. This is hard sometimes. I'm telling you. But you know what? He says, live. We have to lift up our eyes from where we are and see it like the Lord sees it. He goes, listen, just, just start moving. Just do something here. Amen. And I'll tell you what now, you know, praise, uh, that's like the accelerator. You know what I'm saying? Amen. You know, you got you to gotta goose it a little sometimes. You just got to, amen, you know. Sometimes you, when you get a little traction, you just need to know how much to put on it. But when you start getting, it's like, <laughs> mud can fly anywhere. You know what I'm talking about? Isn't that right? Don't be afraid to put the pedal on it. Don't be afraid to push down the pedal of praise. Put some more power on it. Because, boy, that just, you know. Amen. I felt the marker move a little bit in some of your lives. Some of your, uh, some of, of your heart. Listen, this is a life of faith. This is a life that grace has given us. Amen. It's not trouble free. But you're going to get free from the trouble. It's not problem free. But you have a promise. And there's power. And this is going to be for the praise of His glory. Can I get you to say one more thing? I was just a shining my, my pennies because when you're going to sell your pennies, you, you, you shine your pennies. I always shine your apple if, if favor is the shine of God. And I'm trying to say, and I, and I declared out of my mouth, I don't know how many times I've used this old thing too, Ron, you know, about like my gas, gas can of Proverbs 3. Uh, I, I just do, I said, it ain't always going to be like this. Sure. I was talking to the horses, talking to the dogs, talking to my stuff. It ain't always going to be like this. Amen. Ain't always going to be like this. Ain't always going to be like this. Amen. Amen. How about you just say a couple of things with me? Say it ain't. I want you to look at your problem. I want you to look at in light of the, the promise says it ain't always going to be like this. It's not always going to be the problem having the upper hand. The promise is going to take over. The promise is going to kick in. Amen. Glory be to God. All right. If you got anything out of that, tell your neighbor. Uh, you're, glad, you're glad that they came to help that they got what they needed today. Amen. Matter of fact, why don't you just lay your hand on them and say, Praise God. You're coming through. You're coming out. I can see God all over top of you working, working, working. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.